What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. My name is Brandon Tanguma, sitting electronically more than six feet away from me is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, it's a little hot down here in the Bay. Not as hot as maybe over there in Trapdoor to Hellland, but, you know, they're fancy. They live in a nice gated community. They get AC. They have a pool in their backyard. You know, they're just such fancy living folks out there. We're just a couple of fat kids swimming in our sweat right now because it is fucking hot. Dominic, how you doing today? Well, you know, to, to play off of that real quick, you know, they, they don't know the real struggle of, you know, working really hard out in the sun for fucking eight and a half hours, getting sunburnt, you know, sweating, being home, being in some random ass house installing cable. They don't know the real struggle. Other than that, though, I'm fine. Brandon, how are you? How's the new job treating you? Oh, well, you know, it's OK. Able to. Go to my aunt's house where it's nice and cool, has working AC. And then I come here to my own house. Went to the gym, you know, that has a fan, AC. So it's nice and cool in there too. And then I come here and now I'm just, you know, swimming in swamp ass right now, even though, you know, not swamp ass, but just swamp everything just, else. Just swampy. Yeah, swampy. So uh, I've been meaning to ask you now, uh, now, you know, you're vaccinated and, uh, you know, some restrictions have lifted. When are we going to start going out on Friday nights again and, you know, trying to broaden our food horizons and trying to just try new things again? I mean, I don't know, Dominic. You, you, you tell me. We still have a podcast we got to do. And last time I checked, you know, the restrictions, you know, yeah, I mean, I guess you still got to wear a mask because you're not vaccinated. But, you know, I, I am free to roam it wherever I please, but I still choose to wear a mask. Went to the A's game on Tuesday. We can talk a little about that when we get into the MLB standings. It was nice, but there's still like the seating arrangements because they were just finishing up a series but next week or two weeks from now all hell breaks loose maybe dominic myself and the studio audience will be in attendance for the fireworks show against the boston red Sox on july the 2nd 4th of july god bless america but yeah maybe one of these days i'm itching to to do some okay. things during the summertime dominic so, okay. okay and all my people call your people and we'll uh, we'll try to figure something out okay well i'll look forward to uh when those events take place. But for now, Brandon, let's jump right into it with the MLB standings. Oh, look at you, Dominic. I mean, we've only done this for maybe like two months now, and you're finally getting the hang of it. So, yes, we will start over in the American League East with Finn. Shut the fuck up. I will rip your goddamn tail out of your fucking asshole. Fucking cats pissing me off. Tampa Bay Rays are sitting atop the AL East. 43 and 27. They hold a half game lead over those Boston Red Sox. They are 42 and 27. Then the New York Yankees, six games back, 36 and 32. They currently are playing the Oakland Athletics. So maybe it's in the ninth inning right now. So possibly we'll have an update by the end of this recap. Blue Jays, eight and a half game back. They just were swept by the Yankees uh, in three games, I believe, this week. And then there's the Orioles down. 22 and 46, uh, <clears throat> 20 games back. Baltimore, it's not your year, buddy. I'm sorry. But Tampa Bay looking like the clear-cut winners so far. I mean, 
I know, I know they only hold a half a game lead over Boston, but I honestly, I'm liking how Tampa Bay is playing. I'm, I'm picking them to choose the East. I know, I think I picked. Actually, no, I think I picked. I, I don't remember who I picked, but I'm going with Tampa Bay. I think they're going to ride out the rest of the season. And they're going to be your uh, American League East champions. Possibly, possibly. They did get, you know, they were ahead of the Red Sox a little bit when they had whatever that was, like 11-game winning streak. But they've cooled off, obviously. Since then, the Red Sox still playing good ball. Both teams are 6-4 and four in their last 10, uh, going down Yankees 5-5, five and five, Blue Jays 3-7. and seven. As I said, they got swept by the Yankees, so that is why they're doing so piss poor and Orioles not doing that much better. They are two and eight. So I I mean, I'm, I'm going to keep riding the Red Sox bandwagon. I'm the one who said they weren't going to be that bad this year, even though I didn't expect them to be this good. I'm the one who said the Yankees are going to come in first place and the Yankees cannot hit water if they fell out of a boat. So, I mean, it sucks to see there, but you know, nothing really else to say here. Everyone is kind of just in their, in their lane Yankees. I mean, yes, they got the sweep, but they're still not exactly playing their best ball. So, uh, yeah, and right now they are losing 5-3 to three to the Oakland Athletics, and hopefully within the next 20 minutes that game will go final. And, uh, yeah, they will I mean, be 36-33. and 33. I mean, going going off what you said, though, like, you know, they did sweep, but they weren't playing good. But a win's a win. It doesn't matter how shitty you play. A win is a win, right? Or, I mean, is there a difference between a shitty win and a good win? Well, obviously there's different levels of winning. There's no such thing. As a good, I mean, loss. there's Charlie Sheen winning, but no one wins at that. Well, I mean, Charlie Sheen wins at that. You just coked up and just banging hookers. I mean, that, sounds you know, sounds fun. I mean, you know, I'm not the one who's just boot, butterball naked right now. That uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Oreos, buddy, butterball naked out. Shut, okay, hashtag. fine. Yes, I am butt ass naked sitting on this hardwood chair fucking just spread eagle because i'm fucking sweating my ass off it is true on a hardwood chair or i don't know wooden chair whatever you want to fucking call this thing okay i, I mean you just you're not going just spread eagle on your on your hardwood get it <laughs> okay that was a bad joke i'm sorry i apologize the american league central the white Sox hold a three and a half game lead with a 43 and 26 record uh, they are three and a half up over the Cleveland Indians. Both teams are seven and three. Uh, the Royals, they are one and nine. So they were uh, kind of crawling back there a little bit, but then they've fallen off. Now they're 12 games back. Dominic's Tigers, not in last place, 14 back at 29 and 40. And the dumpster fire that is the Minnesota Twins, 27 and 41. Damn, hate to see it. But. And- Going to be big White Sox fans this weekend because they are playing the Houston Astros. That should be a fun series to watch. That actually might be my series to watch. I I, I need to check the tape real quick, but uh, that may or may not be Travis's series to watch. And do you really want to no, be just no, like him? No, no, do never, never want to be like yes, him. Yes, never. I can confirm Travis's series to watch is White Sox at Astros. So. Yeah. Fine. I I'm I'm gonna pick. Uh... Hold on. I can I can go down the list, Dominic, and we can. Uh, yeah. Give me a list. We can give you a list of. Oh god! I can't believe I disagreed with him. I'm gonna. Th- I think I'm gonna throw up. I think I'm gonna throw up. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. So we got the A's and Yankees, uh, Mets and Nationals, Cubs and Marlins, Phillies, Giants, Twins and Rangers. Absolutely not. Indians and Pirates. Absolutely not. Blue Jays and Orioles. Royals, Red Sox. Uh, Mets and Nationals playing a doubleheader tomorrow. So. Uh, 
Good for them. Make up the COVID games. We got the Cardinals and the Braves. Yeah. Reds and Padres had a fantastic game on Thursday. Sorry, Mr. X, heartbreaker, but that was a goddamn great game. Uh, not to talk about that White Sox Astros. Uh, Brewers Rockies, Detroit and Los Angeles Angels. Los Angeles Dodgers taking on those piss poor Diamondbacks. And then the uh, Raisin Mariners. So if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to go with the, the Reds and Padres, Dominic. Would you like to agree with me or would you like to go in a different direction? I mean, if I agree with you, at least I'm agreeing with a very educated, well-mannered, well-dressed, decent human being. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'll probably agree with you. Or <laughs> or Seattle and Atlanta. Oh, I'm Seattle and Atlanta. I mean, St. Louis. St. Louis. Sorry. Oh, you know what? Just because I don't want to, I, I want to ride my own boat. I'll go see Seattle. God damn it. St. Louis and Atlanta. There we go. Moving on over to the West Coast, a.k.a. the best coast. I should never say that. I am sorry, people. Uh, the Oakland Athletics are two games up on the Houston Astros. They have a 43-27 and 27, uh, record. If I can check real quick, the White Sox were up on the Astros. The A's, as I keep saying, are ahead of the Yankees. And come on, it is now tied, so we can't exactly assume anything, but a healthy quote unquote two game lead. Both teams are eight and two. So they're playing really good at the moment. Mariners five and five. They've fallen off a little bit. And then the, uh, the angels are, I mean, they're playing great seven and three, even though they did lose the uh, series to the Oakland A's. And then those uh, Rangers down there at uh, 25 and 43. So, I mean, it's the A's and Astros division to lose. Both of them are playing really great. A's taking advantage of playing some shitty teams. Uh, Houston playing some shitty teams with the Rangers in the last series, but they've also, uh, you know, played some good teams as well during this stretch. Yeah. You can't, I mean, Hey, like I, like I said earlier, a win is a win. If it comes from a shitty team, it comes from the best team. A fucking win is a win. If it gets you, if it gets you out in front, I'll take it. Um, but I think we, for the past few years, it's been like this. It's always been A's angels, Houston, and, this year, Angels are nowhere to be found. You, Trout's hurt. They dealt with a lot of injuries at the beginning of the year. Um, honest to God, maybe a hot take, but I think getting rid of Pujols was a bad idea, but that's that's neither here or there. But, um, you know, as long as Oakland stays hot, no more injuries, no more suspensions, nothing stupid because, you know, you know, some some players on the A's have a little bit of a temper and, you know, don't, don't, don't rush the mound, don't do anything stupid, you know, but, uh, I think if everything goes according according to plan, this will be how the season ends with A's on top. Got to show some love to Elvis Andrews. He's, I mean, yes, he fills into Marcus Simeon, but for me, he's kind of like the new Marcus Simeon because I hated him. I thought he was just absolute dog shit at the beginning of the season, even though I was trying to like say, oh, you know, he's a decent replacement, but I'm not going to beat on the bush. He was terrible at the beginning of the season. Absolutely hated him. And now because I hate him, He's doing fantastic, just like how I hated Marcus Simeon at the beginning, and then he turned around MVP caliber season. Tony Kemp is, I mean, Tony Kemp had a three-run home run at Yankee Stadium. That just shows you the short porch in right field. But, I mean, the bottom lineup for the A's, getting it done. Matty O is on fire. He should be an all-star. He probably will be an all-star, him and Chris Bassett. But, unfortunately, that ass is just so fat over there in Buffalo, Toronto, Florida in Vladimir Guerrero Jr. that he's probably going to be the starting first baseman for the uh, American League. But and as I said last week, Matt Chapman, he's getting hot. Don't, you know, if everyone starts hitting on the A's, that's like the one thing that they're unable to do. And if they can do that, then they're going to be real dangerous. And as they are showing right now, they can be that. 
Exactly, Dominic. Moving on over to the National League East, uh, the Mets still standing atop. They are four and a half games over everyone. The only team above 500 at 35 and 26, 73 in their last 10. Phillies also 73 in their last 10, but they are 33 and 33. Braves 31 35 nationals seven games back 30 and 35. So they, but they did leapfrog over the Marlins 29 and 39 for Miami. So the Mets going to uh, try to make up some more COVID games with the nationals this weekend. Uh, They're kind of, you know, I can't do the math right now, but it seems like, you know, obviously they're making up all these games. And so we can't exactly say that they have the excuse of exploiting winning percentage because they haven't played as many games at this point. And they seem, legit especially with jacob negram even though he did get pulled from a start again uh just so you know i don't know what the fuck's going on i'm having some microphone issues like it cuts out and then everything goes to shit so it's gonna be like that for a while i think i don't know what the fuck's going on damn dominic you, you know you work for at&t you should know these things what's going on no it's the microphone like i moved it and then next thing you know, i heard this little like boop and i heard nothing and then next, you know, everything's coming out of the computer. So I don't know. Well, then that's when you just do the old plug it in, you know, unplug I did, it, plug but it I think in. there's an issue with the actual where the. Uh, the the thing plugs into the microphone because I had to wiggle it and then it turned on. Anyways, Dominic, the Mets in front and at least four and a half games. Yes. No more COVID games, really. Yes. Thoughts. Yes. Thoughts. Um, Mets are fucking killing it. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I know it has to be that cut and dry, but I mean, things are going well for them. Um, you know, I, I'm still not a fan of the whole Lindor thing. So if this works out for him, I'm giving no credit to him whatsoever. It's going to go to DeGrom and everyone else on that team that are fucking putting their shit together and winning games. And going to the national league central, the Cubbies are a game up. On the Brew Crew, uh, the Cubs are 39 and 30. Brewers are 38 and 31. Mr. X's Reds, we told you this was going to happen. They leapfrogged the St. Louis Cardinals. Now they are in third place, 35 and 32. As I talked about, they had a, just a banger of a game in San Diego yesterday. They took the lead. They had like a no hitter or something, and then they took the lead in the ninth, but then uh, they Padres walked it off. So great game, great series probably going on over there. The Reds are playing really good. And uh, pretty much, I mean, the top three are playing really good. Cardinals not doing so hot at four and six in their last 10, 16 and 19 away from Bush Stadium. So, I mean, we were really talking up the Cardinals like two, three weeks ago about, you know, they're a few games up. They're going to run away with this. And now they're four games behind. So, uh, yeah. And that's for me that that that's a huge takeaway because I was I was one of those people that are like, oh, St. Louis all the way. There, there's no doubt. The people on that the, the roster they have can be scary. And yet I feel like I don't know if it's you know, just people aren't getting enough sleep, vitamins or whatever, but they ain't playing good. So whatever if Seattle fuck, I keep saying Seattle so much. If St. Louis wants to bounce back, they gotta they gotta figure out what's going on and fix it right away. Cause if not, then I don't think Seattle fucking St. Louis, god damn it. St. Louis will have a chance. I think I know what the episode of the podcast is going to be. Over in the National League West, the Giants, without Evan Longoria, still are holding strong. Uh, seven and three in their last ten. They hold a two and a half game lead over the Los Angeles Dodgers. 
poor, poor Padres, three and seven in their last 10. And now they are six games behind the Gigantes, uh, the Rockies, Dominic's Rockies, 15 and a half back. And the Diamondbacks, 24 and a half games back. They've lost a record 22 road games as of uh, today. Let's see uh, what the record, I don't even know what the uh, schedule is. Let's see, are they on the road again? You know, great audio here. Uh, yes, they are. Oh, no, they're at home against the Dodgers. So maybe they can get a win today. Hopefully. I doubt it. Trevor Bowers, but I doubt it. Oh, you know what? I'm trying to give some hopes to the millions and millions of Diamondbacks fans out there that listen to this podcast, okay? Maybe I'll uh, send out a tweet, you know, if you're a Diamondbacks fan, listen to this episode, and then when they hear that we're just bad-mouthing them, they'll report us or something. We're not bad-mouthing bad them. We're just speaking facts. We're just saying that they... They fucking suck. That they set a record in futility, and now they're at home. So that means they're going to bounce they're gonna back. They're going to suck dick even more. Fuck the Diamondbacks. Dominic, would you like to talk about your former team, San Francisco Giants? I'm actually surprised they're doing so good. I mean, I'm not trying to say, like, you know... Okay, yes, I guess I, I thought they are going to fucking suck ass. Honestly, I one might say not even sniff the playoffs. Yes, I did not expect them to be doing this good. So I don't know if it's, you know, I'm not going to give a lot to Buster Posey because I know he didn't play last season because of COVID. And he was like, I'm, you know, I have kids and all that shit. So I'm not going to give him the credit that, oh, he's actually playing and it's a big difference. But whatever it may be, if it's some of the new guys, if it's the younger guys, if it maybe is Buster Posey, whatever's going on, they're kicking Posey ass. And they're... is having like the best season of his career since like the World Series years. Yeah. And I will say the pitching isn't doing too bad either. So with that combined with the offense, you know, they, they caught me by surprise, honestly. What caught me, what other thing that caught me by surprise is what's going on with the Padres, right? For the longest time, they were right there. Half game, one game, one and a half games. And now they're, you know, to me, they're a decent amount back and it's kind of scary. Shout out Lou Trevino, shutting the door on the New York Yankees, getting the double play. Dubsky, five to three Oakland. Now they have a uh, two and a half game lead over the Astros. Now we have to wait and see. And that means I can click it over back to the basketball game because it's, uh, it's a close one, but it uh, looks like Phillies. The Philly. Phil, Phil, Philly. See, now I'm talking Dominic. No, not the Phillies. Phillies are not playing the Braves right now. That would oh, be the 76ers okay. and the Hawks are playing right now. Oh, oh okay, but, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Longo leaving, I was a little worried that maybe that would hurt him a little bit. But uh, right now, it hasn't hurt him one bit. Yes, they were playing the Diamondbacks this week, so that definitely helped them. I mean, however many, but five home runs and Yaz just fucking putting one in the in the ocean was just magical. And uh, the Dodgers, I mean, the Dodgers are still kicking ass. You talked about maybe it was a mistake letting go pool host, and pool has been doing really, really good right now in the uh in dodger blue now i'm not gonna sit here and say it was a mistake for the angels because he was terrible with the angels when he was playing and i don't know if the behind the scenes things are true or whatnot but uh cody coming back mookie's meh all right but uh yeah i mean both teams are are really good but it's just the giants are playing that much better so it's kind of hard to say anything and then yeah the padres a little little skid right now and with how good the division is you can't really get on a skid like that and let's see looking at the wild card they still hold the second wild card but they're only like what a half game game up on the brewers so if they continue to slide they can just fall out of the playoffs completely which not too good because they were just expected to make the wild card at least number one well i mean i think everybody also expected them to win the division they're like oh 
with Snell, Machado, Tatis, um, you know, on all the other players, you know, they're like, oh, they're a fucking, you know, oh, my God, they're they're talking, talking them up so much. So I think if you don't I would at least if you don't get into the playoffs, there's there's going to be a lot of issues next season. Well, still uh, still early in the season. Shohei Otani will be in the uh, the home run derby, Dominic Coors Field. Hitters Paradise should be a lot of fun. Are you excited to see Shohei in the home run derby, Dominic? Is he like the first, like, be- I mean, probably besides, you know, I'm talking about in our generation. Is he like the first pitcher? I mean, is he the first? Do you, do you classify him as a pitcher or is he like a utility player? Well, technically in MLB The Show, his card is a starting pitching card. So so then would you say he's the first pitcher if our generation actually be in the home run derby? Well, the home run derby hasn't been a thing when Babe Ruth was there. So if that's what you're getting at, then yes. Yes, pretty much. Wow. I mean, so kudos to Shohei. I mean, you know, I don't know who else is in it. I don't, they don't think they have announced it yet, but, you know, so far he's, he's my candidate to win. They, that's a smart choice, Dominic. But, uh, I, I mean, I went to the game on Tuesday and be honest, wasn't really like that super excited to go, a little tired, but it was all worth it because Shohei just fucking absolutely dropped straight diesel on a poor Jesus Lazardo. But it, it, it went like 477 feet. It was like the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. That thing was a missile. And it was okay because it was just a sh- solo shot that didn't hurt the ease at the end. So it was funny that like all the people around me were like yelling and all angry and I'm just sitting there laughing, appreciating greatness. Cause you know, last time Dominic, we went to the AIDS game, he was pitching. Josh wasn't invited or he was invited, but then, you know, to do some, to some unforeseen circumstances, he was unable to go. It was because Mary jumped the gun and invited her nephew who was, hasn't been out of the house in months, 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 months. So, you know, that's why he. Oh had- my gosh! Well, is he like the only person that's been uh, inf- affected by this pandemic? That's crazy. Well, you know, he does. He doesn't have a driver's license like somebody, and he, you know, doesn't have friends like somebody. So you know, it's. I mean, it's he's kinda- like, he's like an eight year old. All they want to do is just go on YouTube and like play Fortnite. Hey, they don't want to go outside. Honest to God, Brandon, no, uh, no joking around right now. He actually legitimately had a great time. He called Mary the next day. And That's said, because yes. you just funneled him with food and cotton candy and M&Ms. Of course, you can have a great time. Hey, if, if that gives me brownie points, gives me brownie points. Cotton candy points. Candy Crush. Shout out Candy Crush. Sponsor us. Is that still a thing? I mean, it probably I, is, but it's not I as mean, hot as it used to be. Yeah, exactly. But, you know. I, I see ads on YouTube like, Candy Crush, the, the most popular three-match puzzle, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bitch, you ain't even famous. Why, why, why are you advertising that? You know, if Candy Crush wants to give us some candy money. You know, I'll, I'll be down. Maybe Candy Crush could start doing some, like, candy-flavored energy supplements. Because we got this energy supplement marketing game down pat. Right, Dominic? I, honestly, I don't even... First of all, if you guys did buy something with our code, cool, great, grand, wonderful... I don't even remember the password to get into the thing to check to see if we have any money. So, so thank you to the millions and millions who use yeah, code CBCS at checkout at raiseenergy.com. And uh, now we just have like, you know, thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars just sitting in the bank for, for no reason. Cause somebody actually remember. fucking legitimately like fell in love with it and, you know, bought, you know, a million dollars for the shit, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, here's, and you didn't know. get extreme uh, mud butt afterwards because apparently yeah. that that's what happens. I I, I never got mud butt. Uh, well, someone in our inner circle did apparently. Uh, would that be a uh, Taigundi twenty seven? 
Uh, that, that's what I've heard. I think he also has a weak stomach because I heard that, you know, he sucks a lot of penis and he throws up after. Yeah. And he wants you to eat his ass. But it's actually, no, he wanted me to eat his cock after I announced Sorry. to the group that your boy secured the bag and got a PS5. <laughs> and it didn't cost me $1,200. Don't want you talking about something. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the uh, NBA. Would you like to talk about the NBA news? Because we've got a lot of it, surprisingly. Or would you like to just jump into the games, Dominic, in the playoffs? How, uh, I, I know I saw the game was still going on the Sixers and Hawks. How much more time does it have? Do you know? Well, right now, currently, the Phillies, yes, the Phillies, Philadelphia, are at the line right now. They're up by four, 13 seconds to go, which means they're probably going to blow it because that's what they do. <laughs> so then let's let, let's go in the news and then we can go cover the games because this one's going to have to be over. So there you go. As Dominic rustles around with his microphone. Yes, uh, we got a lot of uh, moving parts right now. In the NBA, we got uh, Stan Van Gundy. He has been fired or let go, however you want to talk about it, uh, from New Orleans. Also, it's come out that maybe Zion might not exactly be too, too thrilled over there in New Orleans, or at least his family isn't. So it was just a one-game or one-season experiment with uh, Van Gundy, and now he is gone. I think we even kind of question why you bring in this old white guy in to uh, you know, coach this young team. Whoa, but... whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you making it sound like it's race-related, old white guy? Sorry. <clears throat> This old coach. Is that better? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I mean, Dominic, your thoughts? I'm not going to ask, expect you to like, you know, name someone to, to fill a spot or anything like that, but just the one year experiment, New Orleans made it into the bubble, even though like the entire bubble was just kind of made for them to be in it. Then they, still did, then they still didn't make, they still didn't make it. And then now they were just even terrible, even worse this season. I mean, if you're looking for a coach, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably going to be, a stupid answer, but somebody who has experience in the NBA, somebody who is a champion, somebody who has the love and passion. I, honest to God, believe Kevin Garnett could be a coach. I know he probably wouldn't do it, but I think Kevin Garnett would make a great coach. And being in Philly, I mean, God, what's wrong with me today? Being in New Orleans, I think he can definitely uh, definitely uh, lead that team to something at least. And you need to talk for a few minutes. I got to plug in the computer. It's about to die. Okay. Well, Dominic tries to save the computer from dying a horrible, horrible death. I mean, I think with a, a young team, kind of an inexperienced team, I think you do want to go, you know, maybe kind of the not like old, old guy route, kind of like Stan Van Gundy, but maybe kind of like a middle ground, kind of like a little seasoned veteran type thing, because I you don't want to have like a, a younger coach who's inexperienced and maybe he can kind of lose, you know, lose his grasp on everything and things like that. Maybe a shout out Becky Hammond, maybe Becky Hammond, you know, she can be the uh, first female head coach in NBA history. Who knows? But uh, that, that could be a possibility, but I mean, Zion Williamson, that's, he's kind of like a one man team at this point. And if they lose him, that's going to set back the team, you know, maybe a few more years because they kind of just put all their chips on the table to get this guy and to kind of build the uh, team around him. And he's done really well. I mean, damn good player, but they just haven't put enough around him. And he's not the kind of player like LeBron was back in Cleveland to just take over and, you know, lead a 10 seed team to the second seed and, you know, make it to the Eastern conference finals or the finals or something like that. 
Is Dominic back? Well, Dominic is not back. You just absolutely hate to see it. I guess when he actually meant it's going to take a few minutes, I guess it actually means it's going to take a few minutes, which I don't understand. If we set it up, we start the podcast, you see that the percentage is at where it's at. If it's at whatever, 20% or something, he knows we go at least an hour, maybe even an hour to 45 minutes to two hours. And yet he doesn't have the brain capacity to plug in his computer. You, like, you're just going to sit there and talk shit, really? I mean, I to be honest, I couldn't think of anything else, so I just kind of rambled. I, I really didn't realize. I wasn't paying attention, and I thought it was charged because I wasn't the last one to fucking use this thing. God damn it. Kevin Garnett leading the Pelicans to a championship. I did listen to the – I you know, I'm, I'm an 85-year-old white man that listens to the radio when I'm driving in my car, and they were talking about uh, Kevin Garnett. Would you like the possibility of him being like a special – Council coach to James Wiseman. Ooh, I help like him that. on his yeah. way. I think I think that would be a good one, but I doubt he'll go for it, just because he has no real relationship with the Warriors. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, greatness likes greatness, and Curry, you know, Garnett, you know, two great players. So, I'm sure I'm sure he would do it, but I mean, realistically, there's no connection. But you know, we'll see. I'd like it though. Maybe Kevin Garnett will be the new head coach of the Dallas Mavericks because both the GM and the head coach have stepped down after uh, the season, you know, ending in disappointment, losing to the Clippers in seven. And Luke, I believe, is up for like a Supermax deal or something like that. And uh, who knows exactly what's going down. Doesn't seem like it's uh, all. I heard he's not happy there, too. I thought. Yeah, I was going to say it's not all, you know, sugar plums and rainbows or whatever over there in Dallas. So. I mean, we didn't exactly talk about it with Zion, but what do you think is going to happen with Luca in Dallas? I mean, I think I think they do everything to make him happy and to keep him there. Now, I I don't know if you feel the same way, but I don't know if Luca has the credibility like a Curry, like a LeBron, like a um you know, like a Durant, maybe like a Ir- Ir- Irvin Harden that you can make some demands and be like, look, I'm not fucking happy. If you want me to, st- I want to stay, but if you don't make these things happen, I'm done. I'm going somewhere else. So I don't know if Luca has that credibility, that power yet, but I think he'll stay. I think, I, I think they'll do anything to keep him. I don't know if he exactly has that power. I mean, the coach and the GM are gone. Reports are saying that he's not happy. I would assume that maybe he had something or another to do with that, but he's arguably like top five player in the world. He should have that even though, yeah, he's young, but the, I mean, the Dallas Mavericks had Dirk and they understand how important it is to have like a great player for the entirety of his career. And Luca honestly might be better than Dirk by at the end of the year or at the end of his career. So you probably should want to keep him around and not fuck this up. Yeah. Well, but one thing we've seen with the NBA though, Sometimes they fuck it up. Well, maybe, maybe. So uh, Kevin Garnett or Becky Hammond to the uh, Dallas Mavericks, right, Dominic? Sure, whatever. Yeah. And then finally, I don't know why I just randomly muted my microphone while I was talking, but... uh, You got me fucking scared. I thought I cut out again. (laughs) Uh, We got a trade in the NBA. We didn't talk about this, but Brad Stevens has stepped down from the Celtics as the head coach and he has moved in as the president of basketball ops or whatever another and his first move 
for the uh, Celtics is he traded Kemba Walker to and some draft picks, first round pick, 16th overall, to the Oklahoma City Thunder. I thought I had this. It's already queued up to go, but apparently I did not. So now I got to just scroll through Woj's fucking Twitter machine. And uh, here we go. All right. So the Celtics are trading Kemba Walker, the number 16 pick in the 21 draft in a 2025 second round pick to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Al Horford, uh, Moses Brown, and a 2023 second round pick. So the Thunder are just absolutely stockpiling first round picks. I, you know, I don't exactly know what the talent roster is looking like in the upcoming draft or anything like that, but the Thunder definitely are going young and they get Kemba Walker. Your thoughts on the move. Pardon me loves it because I think Kemba has so much to offer and I think he's run his course in Boston. The other part of me hates it because I think Kemba could be that point guard they need. Now, I don't know, you know, if Al Horford is really any much better than he used to be, probably not because he's getting a little up there in age, you know, um, I, I, Honestly, this trade to me is in favor of the Thunder, not the Celtics. I think the Celtics are just, you know, I think Brad Stevens had a had a little bit of vendetta against Kemba, and that's why they traded him, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that uh, being the reason for this trade, but I like the trade similar to Dominic. I like it more in the favor of the Thunder. I mean, they're probably going to be just like the, the Sixers or the Pelicans, or they're going to be bad for a while, but if you can kind of keep Kemba as kind of your one good guy and hit on a lot of these number one draft picks, then, I mean, hopefully they can have like another Durant, Russell, and uh, James Harden, but hopefully they actually win something this time. Now, let's move on over to the actual basketball games. The Philadelphia 76ers did not choke their lead, but they did choke a big one. They did choke on a big one a couple days ago, Dominic, uh, but we will get at least uh, two game sevens. We got the Clippers and the Jazz in the background just started, so it's probably not going to finish by the time the podcast is up. But the uh, Phillies, or the Philadelphia 76ers, whatever their name is, uh, extend it to game seven. Uh, Dominic, if you want to talk about the game before where they just absolutely choked it away, so they probably could have won this series by now, but they did not. Well, Sixers, I just want to first off say congrats. And please, for the love of God, win game seven. I really don't want to fucking see Trey Young ever again. I want to see him goodbye. See you later. I don't care where he goes. I don't want him here. That being said, Sixers also, you fucking choked a fucking big lead. What the fuck? You guys, I mean, I know there's a lot of teams out there that, that you know, choke. But they, they choke when they when it doesn't matter. They choke during the regular season. But in the playoffs, to choke that big of a lead, come on, you guys. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that, that was bad. I mean, I, I was watching it, and they were up by however many, like, 25 points. I turn it off to go, like, watch something on the DVR, and I come back, and the Falcons or the Hawks, whatever the fucking bird team is, the bird team was up on the Philadelphia team, and they – uh yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a Trey Young hater like Dominic or other people in the basketball world. Uh, uh, he did hit like a sick, you know, dribble step back to like get it to one. And I was I was ready for it. But 
unfortunately it did not happen but uh I was, I was all ready to talk about just the 76ers and what do you do to blow it up because i think we've talked about this before like you got simmons you got Embiid. i think for you to move into the future or to go in a different direction you got to at least get rid of one of them and for me personally i think i'm uh, picking simmons to get rid of dominic what do you say i mean that's probably the logical answer um i honestly think and i think joel has more to offer so i think i don't know man he's better at his position than ben simmons is at his position i mean no one does what ben simmons does at the point guard spot but there are better point guards than ben simmons maybe kemba walker maybe kemba walker i mean if you pair kemba with joel i don't think that's enough i think you gotta at least get one more because kemba is not a a top tier star and in these parts you gotta at least have two maybe even three and so to have joel plus kemba i still don't think that would be enough for the sixers to really well they, they have jj the reddick still um which to me i think jj is a very underrated player so i you know I, him jj joel yeah, maybe get one other person, but I think that to me could be pretty uh, pretty impressive if, you know, done right. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty. Uh, we do have one game seven at least guaranteed, or I guess we have two guaranteed now, you fucking idiot. But uh, we have the, uh, we're going to have two game sevens in the East. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks will take on the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving will not play. He suffered a uh, sprained ankle, uh, was it a couple games ago, and he is uh, he's out for game seven. Uh, James Harden got a bark and hammy. Kevin Durant dropped 49 uh, a couple games ago. But, uh, Dominic, what do you see here in the series? I mean, we thought maybe Milwaukee was dead to rights after a blowout, but no, they storm right back, and they're playing real good right now. Does it take another triple-double like what Durant did? in game five for them to, uh, to win the series. I, I think so. And I, first of all, I want to say Giannis is a fucking dirty piece of shit for, you know, getting in Kyrie's landing zone. So fuck you. But, um, but yeah, it, this is all going to land on Durant's shoulders. You can't rely on Harden cause he's hurt. He's going to play, but he's hurt. So you can't rely on Harden very much, but it's going to come on to Durant. And if Durant doesn't have a monster game, it's over. It's, it, it, it's a wrap. So does that mean you're going with the Bucks? Because I think I gotta ride with I gotta ride with my teams, the Bucks and the Sixers, the two teams I've picked to like won the NBA Finals like in the last three years, and that's never happened. But it's okay. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Nets. I think Harden has a few a few tricks up his sleeve that will make him kind of, you know, oh fuck, I forgot Harden's on the team. He's hurt, but he still can shoot. So I think. Uh, Shout I out think Paul George. Go... Looks like he just got hit in the f- dick. Was <laughs> Draymond there? Um, but yeah, I, I think I'll stick Ooh, he with, got a, with he the got Nets. a knee right in there while dude was driving in. That is uh Is it a charge? It was not a charge. They were jumping up in the air at the same time. Oh, sorry, Paul. Hate to see it. Yeah, playoff P's P is uh, a little damaged right now, but I think it'll be fine. He 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 shook it off. He's a big time player. Uh, the Philadelphia, not the Philadelphia. The, I just had a fucking stroke. The uh, Phoenix Suns did sweep the Denver Nuggets. Homeboy in the crowd was right. Suns in four, and uh, they sweep. But we still got some issues. We got uh, CP3 in the COVID protocol, so his status is kind of up in the air. 
Dominic, your thoughts on the uh, Suns just beating the shit out of the, the Denver Nuggets, and now they just wait to see who wins this game that's taking place right now. Who uh, The MVP guy. Uh, maybe he's not MVP caliber if he can't fucking win a fucking series. Uh, do you want the uh, the guy who could even make the playoffs uh, name the MVP? Watch your fucking mouth. Watch your fuck. Fuck. Actually, technically, he made the playoffs. He made the play-in. So, fuck you. I mean, technically, he was no, no, two. no. There was te- four teams in the play-in, and there was two eliminated, and the Warriors are one of them. Watch your fucking mouth, or watch it for you, punk. Anyways, no, nah, I mean, the Suns were doing great things at the end of the season into the playoffs, so I, that doesn't surprise me. What surprises me is the fact that NBA is pulling some bullshit on CP3 about being in COVID protocol, which I'm pretty sure he knows the magnitude of, you know, the next couple of weeks and he wouldn't put himself in that situation. So, I mean, do you know why he's in COVID protocol? Is it because he went into the stands and hugged his parents or is it something else? Do you know? I don't know, Dominic. You're the NBA guy here. You're the one that's supposed to carry the conversation. So if you want to just carry it on for a little bit while I do a quick little Google search, then uh, maybe I can give you the answer that you so need. Okay. Well, four scores and six days ago. I had it. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go down that road. I, 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 you know, I learned my lesson the hard way. But any hoots? Yes, Devin Booker, CP3. I don't know who else is on the fucking Nuggets. That I, I mean the the Suns. Let's see, Ronald McDonald, the Hamburglar, uh, Chicken McNuggets, and a quarter pound over cheese. All produced for the suns and they won the don't game. forget the sesame seed button sesame seed no sesame seed button didn't do shit stayed on the bench like a bitch i like the brioche okay okay well i think it might be for like uh confidentiality reasons why we can't exactly find out what is wrong but uh stupid 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 uh but Yes. Okay. We don't exactly know. It says something about like, you know, if you're vaccinated, then maybe you can be in shorter protocol. I don't know if Paul's vaccinated or not. So, uh, but I think for the sun's sake, I think they want this game to go seven just so the schedule can get pushed back a little bit in case something does happen with Paul and he can, you know, stay in quarantine a little longer. So, you know, if you're a Suns fan, I don't think you're uh, Which, completely. By the way, to the I Clippers thought with this whole expedited fucking testing shit, like it shouldn't be more than like a day, right? Yeah, but then you got to take into account it takes a couple days to ferment and to actually show up and yada, yada, yada. Fucking COVID. Fucking piece of shit. Exactly. Well, speaking of the game that is going on right now, I'm, uh, this Clippers, they were able to win game, whatever this is, game six, game five. They took a three to two lead, even though Kawhi is uh hurt he possibly hurt his acl so he might be gone for a long long time but uh, right now the clippers are up three games to two my utah jazz need to get this dub i don't know why i said the clippers but the the, uh, jazz need to get this win to extend the series take it back home to salt lake city is that where they play i don't fucking know but uh maybe your your thought we don't even talk about the game or the series or anything like that but uh, your boy, your favorite player in the entire world, LeBron James, talked about possibly, you know, the expedited season might have led, and he warned us, quote unquote, that uh, that's why we're seeing all these injuries. Because what we got, Kawhi, we got Kyrie, we got Harden, we got 
you know, however many other people have been injured. So do you, do you think that's a legitimate reason why we've seen so many no. injuries? I think LeBron don't know fuck he talking about. Anthony Davis? Fuck Anthony Davis. Fuck LeBron. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. These people are getting hurt because their bodies are brittle. They need to drink more milk. Take their vitamins. Say their prayers. Okay, brother? Well, Hulk Hogan did say that his daughter could only date uh, <clears throat> if uh, they were seven feet tall and basketball players, so that, that's a possibility. Thank you, thank you. But no, I um, I mean, I, in all honesty, that could be a reason, but I, I think it's just bad luck. I mean, now if they were playing two years straight, yeah, I could see that their bodies are, it's taking a toll on them. But to be honest, these guys do get off days every once in a while. I mean, it's basketball is I, I hope I don't get shit for this I think there's a lot of other sports that are a lot harder than basketball I think baseball you do have back to back to back to back games you have a four game stretch you know and you you can you know you could play 10 games in a row because you can have a home stand like that um you know it, it's it's crazy football basketball is a very you know sprint heavy game a lot of explosions yeah. Come on, this day and age, everybody's getting a fucking foul call. Come on, really? I know, but they're running all up and down the court and shit like that. I'm just trying to explain it. Like, yes, I know baseball is like, you know, for fat people, but basketball, you're like literally running like the entire time. It's, all, it's like soccer, but just like confined. So it's like, you know, a lot more, you know, short sprints. I mean, I guess, I guess, but I, I just, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say it is the, the, uh, Dominic, you go out there on NBA court and play for 48 minutes. I want to see your fat ass. Bro, no one. Um, okay, I take that back. Only a few people have played 48 minutes straight. Usually people get fucking subbed in and out. So don't tell me that, you know, they're out there for 48 minutes straight. I mean, LeBron during the playoffs, he'll play like 46. He, okay, then I'll go out there for 46. And LeBron, how many times have we seen him fucking stand in the backcourt just fucking cherry picking? Ig fucking exactly. So don't go there, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my Utah Jazz took the lead 24 to 23. Uh, that is it for the sports, but not it for the sports topics because we are going to be going into the mailbag, otherwise known as for me, Stacks and friends. Questions of the week. Bump them. Bump. 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 We actually have so many questions from so many people via Instagram. A record number of questions turned in via Instagram. So, Dominic, how would you like to structure this? Let's uh, let's do Mr. X's because it's actually a short one. And, you know, I first of all, want to say thank you to Mr. X. I don't know if we said that ever to him. Thank you. But I also want to say thank you for keeping it short because I'm so tired and hot. <laughs> I don't think I could read a page. <laughs> we'll do the sports, Mr. X, and then insert the Instagram questions because they are sports related. And they'll go to Mr. X wrestling questions. Perfect. We got two baseball and or it's baseball. Yeah, two baseball and three wrestling. And they're all kind of short. So let's jump right into Mr. X, who is not only a huge, probably the big one of the biggest fans of Curbells and Chair Shots, but also very good artist so if you ever need to get something drawn or you know labels emblems logos whatever in brightest day the x hit him up 
All right. Yeah. Occasionally, you know, curveballs and treasures on the Instagram will we'll retweet or repost some things if you yeah. don't want to get a little taste. Even, even the bullet cast does it. I'll name drop bullet cast for once. Even they do it too. So, you know, I'm out here pulling double duty today. I had to, I have done three podcasts in two days because the fucking zoom on the bullet cast just absolutely took a shit on Philip. And so I had to do another podcast this morning. Now I'm doing it with you, Dominic, not complaining, but you know, put in the work. Yeah. And of course you love this one better because you get this fucking cuss, right? Yep, I get to cuss. I get to have complete control over everything. Yep. Yeah, I'm such, you know, a you're a controlling socio- person. Just that's a, a controlling good sociopath asshole. Oof, that's that's the name of the podcast, not Seattle. I mean, St. Louis. Come on. Anyways, he says greetings. Salutations. I've been enjoying this run by the Reds, but that ninth inning against the Padres killed me. So it's not really a question. It's more of a statement. But yes, I did see. You guys took the lead, and then next thing you know, they're walking it off. And I just, the first thing I actually thought was, damn, that fucking sucks for Mr. X. I mean, who would have thunk it? Padres walking it off. I mean, I have, uh, thanks to Mr. X, I just have like a completely random team that I have no real connection to, but yet I have a connection to because I want to see the Reds do well. And when they are facing like my other like favorite team in the Padres, I mean, I don't know what to do. I'm just, my heart is torn. I was literally going to say go with what your heart says, but you said your heart's torn. So who do you go with? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, oh I've been to two pot. I've been to two Padres games. I haven't been to a Reds game, but by the way, Dominic, I don't care who's coming with me. We are going to go see the A's versus the Padres later in the week or later in the year. Like in San Diego or at the Coliseum? No, they're coming. At, they're coming to the Coliseum. But if you want to go to San Diego <laughs> to watch an A's Padres game, I'm down too. That's why I was like, uh, I don't know if we can go, but no, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Talk turkey because you know maybe by that tone. When do you uh have like your your random Tuesday Wednesday schedule, Dominic? It wouldn't be until I think after the holiday. Fourth of July holiday. Yes. Oh well, I think they actually like hang August on. or something. Hang on, hang because on. the A's right now we're like on going to be on like a major road trip shit, so they like are playing like thirty games in fifty days of on the road. I don't give a shit. Listen, so let's see. All next week I'm with my guy, and then who's that- your guy? Uh, his name is Kit. Kit, like, like the car? No, it's like K I E T. K I E T. Kit. Kit. Anyway, so let's see. Next week, I'm with him. The so the 28th to the second, I'm back in training. Is this the good brother who like said, "Oh, you know, we just do we do work for like a half hour, but then we just sit in our truck for like 45 minutes and then clock out." That's uh, a different guy. No, yeah, this is this is the one that will sit on the job for. You know, the last job of the day where he ends it at 3.30, he won't go home till like 6. Good brother right there. Exploiting yeah. the system. So, uh, so yeah, so the weekend, uh, so that holiday weekend, I ride along, and then I have two weeks of training. So I will be, I would say by August 2nd, that first, that first Monday of August, August 2nd, I should be a full-fledged prem tech. And your boy should be, you know, getting a schedule that should be Tuesday, Wednesday. Which means this podcast schedule might just get thrown out the fucking window. We're going to start doing on Tuesdays. Who knows? But you never know. But with that being said, I think we covered Padres and Mr. X's Reds and, you know, having to hate to see it. So going on to the next one, which is an actual legitimate question and something that we've talked about before. Do you think the new rule to check on pitchers during the game will stick around into future seasons? And are the pitchers who are complaining about the ones who have something to hide? 
Well, Mr. X, that is a fantastic question. Jesus Christ, I'm looking at the AEW quote-unquote shoot fight between Hager and what's-his-face. Oh, we got another late entry. But uh, we have one from, uh, what, God damn it, Joshua underscore Guma 15. He asked a very similar question. Did, did you think MLB got the foreign substance situation right, and is 10 games enough? Ooh, Mr. Was it Joshua was the name? Yes, Joshua underscore Guma 15. Joshua Mr. underscore Guma. Mr. 15. That, Mr. 15, yeah. Well, I mean, do are we assuming it's Mr. or I mean... I mean hold on, let me, let me check the... Uh, check yeah, the I don't want to assume anything. I don't want to get canceled. Hold on. Let's see. This message, message is brought to you by her <clears throat> balls and share shots. We do not have the uh, pronouns in the bio, so it just says, uh, tomorrow would be a better day. 22, Portugal flag, United States flag. Is okay. he Portuguese? Dang. Is hold he an immigrant? Is he hold an immigrant? On, hold on. Let me. Uh, it seems like this Mr. 15 is on Instagram right now. So let me see. Yeah, um, yeah. Should I ask, what are your pronouns? Yes. Yes. Okay. Please. Okay. What are your pronouns? Don't I, just, just say, like, you know, you know, we don't want to offend you. So can you please let us know your pronouns? Because we don't want to, you know, we don't get canceled. Let's be honest here. Okay. We, get, we got the typing bubbles. Okay. Okay. I'm happy. Oh, he, him. So we were correct. So, uh, Mr. Okay. Mr. 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 Underscore 15. Thank you for the question. It's a good question. And do I think 10 games is enough? Um, you, my honest opinion is I think it's a little rough. Um, depending on the severity. If they have like, you know, trace amounts, you know, okay, maybe like a slap on the wrist, go wash your hands, you filthy animal. You know, if, if they're fucking caked in it. I mean, yeah, but I, I think it should be kind of a strike system. You know, first time, get a game or two. Second time, five games. Third time, you're out. Get the fuck out. You're gone for the rest of the year. That's how I think it should be gone. But 10 games, I think I, I think they're going heavy-handed just because they want to kill this thing right here and now and not have to worry about, you know, oh, well, you know, I got caught, you know, going in the playoffs. If I get caught once, it's only a game. I can deal with that, you know, something stupid like that. So, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of up in the air with it. How, how about you, Brandon? Uh, well, sorry, I'm talking to Mr. 15 on the, he just asked, what are, what are my pronouns? So I guess I, what, what are my pronouns? You know, I haven't really like sat down and really like had an introspective about my, my identity yet. So I don't know. I mean, you should just, you should just the, you know, hit him with the, I don't know. I just put queer. I'm, you know, I'm very, I'm up in the air right now. So, but does well, it, I, I always, I mean, I, I hope I really don't get canceled for this, but I always thought queer meant just like weird. Yeah. Queer is kind of like the all in, shit, the, like the all encompassing, like other kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, I don't know, but you don't want to say, I don't know, but you know, I don't know. So yeah. But going back to Mr. 15's actual question, the 10 game suspension, I mean, this whole foreign substance thing is just kind of an absolute joke. I mean, with the 10 games, obviously this affects the relief pitchers a lot more. But when it comes to the starting pitchers, you can kind of skirt the system. You can like move some things around to like make it like miss a start and things like that. But you got a, a pace of play situation on your hands and yet you're going to make the umpires turn into TSA agents and make them like pat them down and make sure they don't got shit in their glove and their belt and their hat and their ear holes and all these other things, but yeah. And kind of the, the funny fact is that you, you suspend or you threaten to suspend 
players for 10 games for allegedly cheating, but then when allegedly or not so allegedly that the Astros stole a championship, you don't do anything. So what the fuck does that mean about you? Didn't didn't someone I, I swear I saw somebody say something like they they mentioned that they're like, you know, they didn't do shit for the Astros, but they're coming after so and so or I can And then it, the other thing is it's an all it's an all or nothing thing. So it's like you can't even use the sunscreen and rosin, which is like asinine to me because if it's a sunny day and someone like you know puts rosin somewhere else besides their arm and they put it on there it's like that that's when like you get into like the minute details and it's like you in theory you understand what they're trying to do but then it's so hard to regulate and to do all these things and i just want to ask you a question don because we did yes. talk about like we talked about this such a long time ago that yeah. like do you when we first talked about it did you honestly think it was going to be this big of a deal when we first no. talked about like the angels clubby Hell selling no. shit a couple months ago no, I, I honest to God didn't think it would be this big of a deal. Um, I, I, to be honest, I thought maybe down the line there'd be like end of the season, maybe they'll look into it and, you know, maybe there'll be some new rulings going out this next season, season after that or something like that. But to be midway through the season and they're just like, nope, 10 game suspension. It's just kind of mind boggling a little bit. And, uh, you know, it, it, and going off to what you said with the sunscreen and rosin, it's kind of like, you know, I, dude, I fucking caked on sunscreen today, you know, I, and I'm still fucking sunburned. So, I mean, if I'm a player, couldn't you go to the players union association, whatever it's called and be like, look, I'm not going to get skin cancer because these motherfuckers can't, you know, can't uh, get their shit together. That's also right? the thing is, I think I saw something on Twitter that they had like a players meeting about this and like the pitchers asked the hitters, like, do you guys care about sunscreen or rosin? They said no but yet MLB took it upon themselves to just ban everything. So that's where, and this is where when the contract negotiations come up, this is where you're going to have a fucking issue because, you know, you can't play baseball without pitchers. So they better get their shit together. We're going to get some scab pitchers out there. I, do I got to start loosening up? I yeah. Mean, I got like I, four I, innings I, under my belt in my career, but I mean, if duty calls, I can lace them up. I mean, are you prepared to get a fucking, you know, a missile fucking just launched off of you every pitch you throw? I mean, as long as it goes over my head, not to my head, then I'm perfectly fine with that. If Shohei I want I want to see you get one off the fucking dome. That's what I want to see. Whoa, I mean, you already whoa. got a fucking big head as it is. Can you imagine how fucking whoa, 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 pot be? kettle over here, Dominic. You're the one who can't <laughs> fucking buy a goddamn thing at the Coliseum because your head is too big. I mean, I can't buy pants either. If you know what I mean, too way too big. <laughs> Because Dominic got the hog. Yeehaw. Anyways. Anyways. Mi Mi well, Mr. X asked kind of like a different question. Could you read his one more time? Because we kind of just completely ignored his and answered Mr. 15's. Well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Do you think the new role to check on pitchers during the game will stick around in the future seasons? And the pitchers who are complaining about it, are they the ones that have something to hide? So, I mean, you know, do we everybody, think everybody's using it? Let's be honest here. Most likely, except except for like the A's, right? Of course, the A's there just such great angels. people they are angels but um but not the angels because the angels are, they, are the ones that started the whole situation with that club <laughs> the ones that are complaining they have something to hide i mean i probably i mean i you know we just talked about it you know some are actually legitimately using sunscreen and rosin so i mean i wouldn't say the ones complaining are something to hide i think the ones complaining some probably have something to hide but some are other just you know have legitimate issues and 
uh, shout out Trevor Bauer. You know, I'm kind of the Trevor Bauer stand out here. He posted the video of like him having a baseball like stuck to his hand. And all that was was just sunscreen, which sunscreen is legal. It's just the mixture of the sunscreen and rosin. So in theory, you know, every inning you can cake on the sunscreen, put on your hand, and it's just going to stick to your hand. And obviously it's not the same thing as the other substances, but there's still, still, a, there's still a substance out there that can I work. mean, I wonder if it's a certain type of sunscreen. Like, you know, shout out Neutrogena. Shout out Bullfrog. You know, is there a certain sunscreen that works better than the others? I mean, could they just eliminate like, hey, you can use sunscreen and rosin, but you have to use fucking this watered down fucking Dollar Tree version where you have you have to apply it after every inning because if not, it's not going to work. I believe Bullfrog is the uh, company of choice for the Major League Baseball. Shout out Bullfrog. Want to give us some money? I will fucking cake your shit on for AT&T. And every Friday when Dominic and I in the studio audience go on dates. Hail to the motherfucking maybe, ass. Maybe when uh, the Bumble thing comes through, which, you know, your boy had two matches on Bumble this week. They didn't even message me, which, you know, just such pain. You hate to say hey, it. Are you, are you saying that? Because we talked about it on this podcast. It came true. I mean, we got matches. But on Bumble, you know, it's very women-centric. Or I don't know what you call it. But, you know, it's the one where the women have to message first. And, uh, you know, match with them both. Well, time, you know, match well hang on. Yeah. What's the, what's your profile pics? Is it, is it dick pic? Or are we talking like just like your face or, you know, you lifting weights? I know. I don't got any of that shit. But okay. I don't even I think I have like the same thing for both the, the, the Bumble and the and the Tinder. Like, okay. What are my you know, I, I got some I got some decent photos. What are, we are you looking for love or are you just looking for fucks? I mean, I think what I do, I think I do. They fucking don't know how to use this thing. How does this thing work? I see. Mm. I got Oh, I have a look. I have like a cute photo with Bailey, the cat, not the wrestler. But I do oh. have a picture with the uh, Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, they probably go. Oh my god, he has a, he's a cat guy. Oh, ew, who's the old guy? And they, they just my grandpa. It's my fucking <laughs> grandpa. Me and Ricky Steamboat just fucking just chilling. Nice. Anyways, anyway. let's get back on the topic here. My um, interests are baseball, beer, concerts, tacos, and riding. Oh my god, I'm so cute. <laughs> And this is where okay, never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Um, that's it. Says it, for five, the... it says I'm five seven. That's a goddamn lie. Just fucking lie. Put like six foot, dude. Shit. But on Tinder, I'm six foot. Shout out LD. Shout out Dave. Great show, Dom. Can you watch Dave? No. Damn. Great, great show. Can we get the fuck first, on? First God. episode I really liked. Second episode is meh. But I did like the ending where you know he wasn't gonna fuck the girl, but that he did fuck the girl. That was that was nice. At least he did. Mr. I mean, we don't, we don't know. Questions. Can we move on to the fucking Instagram questions so I can get to his wrestling questions? Didn't Studio Islands tell us to hurry the fuck up? Yeah, that's why I'm fucking. I never opened up Stop Hate, Stop Asian Hate's uh, message to me. At Bumble, we do not tolerate hate speech, racism, or bigotry of any kind. If you see it on this app, please use the block and report tool. Thank you. Stop Asian Hate. I will. You actually love Asians. Yeah, some more than others, you know. Whoa, hey, I love him. What the fuck are you talking about? I was talking about you. We don't know okay, thank you. About. I want to make that clear. All right. Dom- Dominic loves the Asians. Thank you. Yeah, Anyways, See, come on. So get, get to the fucking Instagram questions. Mr. X has three wrestling questions and they're fucking burners. Oh, sorry. I- oh, yeah. It's- I'm the one that owns the wrestling or the Instagram questions. <clears throat> so uh, kind of crazy that uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five people sent in these questions all all the same questions so first i'm going to read them out so shout out to uh <clears throat> alex rc wart 
Alexis Gijort 2, Alex Piwart. I don't know where all these warts are coming from. Yeah, Alex, I was like, they all sound Alex, the same. Alex TR Wart and Alex HG Jort 2. I don't know. I mean, are they I, all I, fucking I, cousins or something? It might be like a cousin or like a family something, but they all just had the same thing. They asked the same question, which is. Well, that is fucking great. Well, thank questions. you to uh, Alex, 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 Alex. Stop saying Alexis. Alex and Alexis. You're gonna trigger somebody. Maybe I will trigger somebody. Yeah, I don't. Why the fuck are we getting all these bots for some reason, man? I don't know. Maybe because a bot tried to plug the Instagram. Which hey, watch maybe. your mouth. I'm trying to get you fucking views, boy. Also, six days ago, shout out to uh, Mr. Knutson, Joey Knutson. Joey, Joey Knutson followed us on uh, the Instagram. Oh, thanks, Joey. Which Jeez. I never did follow him back. I guess I'll follow Mr. Knutson. You need to follow him back, dude. He's a good guy. He's a good. I really brother. like Joey. I think wasn't the last time we saw him was like just randomly at In and Out, or is that with somebody else? Was it In and Out? That's the last time I saw him. And then, like, he just sat down with us, and I was like, "Okay, hey, how's it going? Okay, maybe, maybe. I think that sounds about right." Random Joey Knutson story. He, uh, we played football together, freshman team, and yep. uh, my uncle or my aunt picked us up, and uh, he basically called my uncle fat, and my uncle threatened to beat his ass, and Joey got all scared, and my uncle's like, "Ah, I got you," because he had like a basketball hoop in his front yard, and my uncle said like, "Oh, I'm gonna dunk on it," but then Joey said he might break it, and then. Michael got triggered and then he scared the fuck out of Joey. <laughs> uh, that that's sounds like Joey. That sounds like Joey. But Joey's a good guy. I really like him. He uh we I honest to God, if he is listening to this, first of all, you know, thank you. First of all, huge. They, we appreciate it. But um, you know, I, I wouldn't say we were like really good friends. Like, like not like we had issues, but like we just, you know. Like we, we saw each other passing. So I think we had like a class like one year, like like freshman or sophomore year together, something like that, like one class. But um, you know, we I think we had a lot of mutual friends, and that's why that's how we stayed in contact. But you know, I anytime any chance I had we spoke, it, it was always a pleasure. He's a really sweet, nice, smart gentleman, and hope nothing but the best for him for sure. So it's almost like my brother and uh, you in the studio audience, you guys are like acquaintances. You know, you don't have like a you don't have like any relationship really, but it's you just you. know yeah, you guys kind of know each other, but you know, you guys are cordial. Yeah. And then you know, maybe someone talks all this shit about how much shit they're gonna say about you know not going to an A's game and they just completely pussy out. I don't know what you're talking about. Me either. Oh, because okay. Anyways, get to the wrestling portions of Mr. X's questions. It's gonna be short, sweet, to the point. He just wants to congratulate Cody and Branny on the birth of their daughter, Lady Liberty. Do you like the name, by the way? Uh, sure, I guess. I mean, very, very, Amer- very American. America. I mean, it makes and sh- sense. And American out, uh, dream, Mox, American Mox, nightmare. Shout out Moxley and Renee. They got, Yo, they got a yeah, kid. Yeah, he too. totally forgot them, which, you know, their daughter, which was, what, what was their name? Her name? Aaliyah Murphy. Aaliyah no. Murphy. It wasn't, it. A, it wasn't Aaliyah Murphy, but it's Murphy. It's something Murphy. Hold on. If I can go, if I go to Buddy the, Murphy. Uh, Is it Buddy Murphy's kid? Okay. Scandal. Hashtag I, scandal. Well, on the Thursday recording of the podcast that no one's ever going to listen to, the uh, all right, you go to the bullet cast script because it has a name on here. I can come on, come on, can come you on. please look? You got it. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Nora Murphy. Nora Murphy. Congratulations. Good job. Anyways, on to the next one. Is there a possibility that we will ever see Samojo in the ring again? Uh, yes. 
I, 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 I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about it on NXT, but I think you're going to have a very stone cold, um, commissioner or co whatever he was back in the early two thousands with Bischoff. I think you're gonna have a very, you know, don't touch me. Oh, you touch me. I'm kicking the shit out of you. And which is going to lead to a match with somebody probably carrying cross. So I, I think that's, what's going to happen. But Brandon, I want you to save your takes for NXT. Cause I know you're, we're going to cover it. Um, last but not least, am I the only one who doesn't really care about hell and cell matches anymore? Um, yes. Cause when we saw that hell in a cell match live in Sacramento, it, it fucking killed it for me. The second one, because the women's match was pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. Let me clarify. Yes, what was it Sasha and Bailey? Right. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. Best. No, it was best. Sasha. And, Sasha and Becky. Sasha Becky. Yes, Sasha Becky. Probably one of the best Hell in a Cell matches I've ever seen. AKA, I only seen two. So, thank God for that. But that Seth Rollins and Fiend shit. Besides that big old donkey from JoJo, ruined Whoa. Hell in a Cell for me. Well, what are you talking about? Brandon, remember you you almost passed out because JoJo's big butt was in front of us and you're just like, God damn. I don't remember anything. Oh, because you passed out, remember? Yeah. I got pictures, I'll show you later. Okay. I got excited because AEW posted something like, oh, game on. Friday, August 13th, and I thought it was like a video game. I uh, know it's their their rampage show. Got very excited. But anyways, uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about Hell on Cell, yeah. I mean, especially now that they put on Roman against Ray on SmackDown, which Roman won, by the way. Shocker, I know. But the, I mean, just every gimmick match really in WWE has been so devalued because they have the stipulation shows to where you know they're going to happen at the certain time. They force it. And I mean, the Ray Roman thing was the, is the perfect example of this because this was like a two week build and they just thrown in Hell in a Cell because we need a Hell in a Cell match. And then now, uh, because they took one Hell in a Cell match out, and they still need one for SmackDown, apparently, because they need to meet a quota for some goddamn reason. They have uh, Becky or uh, Bianca and Bailey apparently maybe going inside Hell in a Cell because I just saw that Bianca challenged her at uh, for inside Hell in a Cell at Hell in a Cell because I just don't understand Hell in a Cell. why. I mean, I probably, I mean, I do understand why they took it out, but it's kind of like, why the fuck are you putting, you know. Don't make it hell in a cell. Make it a cage match. Don't make it hell in a cell. Make it a cage. You know, it's, it's a lot easier. And the idea of hell in a cell is to entice people because it's a gimmick match. But then when you give it away on free TV two days before the event, what really is enticing to see people watch it, especially because Roman is the biggest star in the company. Yeah, this might not be the biggest hyped match out of everyone, but Roman's the main event and the big dog and the head of the table and yada, yada, yada. Chill. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's uh, jump into some wrestling shit, bro. Well, we do not have any AEW to talk about. Uh, AEW, I think, yeah, still going on as we speak. We're not going to cover We talked about two weeks of it last week, so we have no AEW Dynamite to talk about. But we do have some AEW news to talk about because they announced mm-hmm. that AEW Dynamite on September 22nd will be emanating from a tennis stadium. Yes, Arthur Ashe Stadium, the home of the U.S. Open over in New York. Seats about 24, but they will have about 17,000 in attendance. Dominic, your thoughts on this kind of uh, historic, this one-of-a-kind type of venue we will see wrestling inside a tennis stadium? I'm ex... Just because I understand it, it, like, is, it is New York. So in theory, the crowd should be hot. Yeah, but it's a tennis stadium. 
So like I'm it's not Madison Square Garden. It's not you know do you know what the stadium looks like? You want to put a quick Google search in? Oh fucking Jesus. Okay, fine. Um looking at Faces there, you go to Google, get off the OnlyFans. Let's see. Uh, we following OnlyFans. Oh, what? Nothing, 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 nothing. You're just getting the free stuff. Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's it called again? Arthur Ashe Stadium. You know, one of the greatest Arthur... tennis players of all time. Ashe Stadium. With an E, I believe. In my jaws. I also picked the one with the American flag in it because, you know, God bless America. Um, All rise, motherfuckers. So my question for you is, are they putting the ring in the center of the court, basically? And they're going to cut off, you know, half of it, you know, kind of like 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 how like WWE does it or even AEW did it for like a week um, where they, you know, they take the stadium and they, you know, pop the ring in the middle and they cut off parts, parts of the back for uh the ramp and shit or are they just gonna say fuck it and you know i i, I don't know i i guess it's cool whatever fuck it. i don't know hashtag analysis i fucking hate AEW. damn whoa 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 dominic why the, such the hostility i don't know man i just it's like you know i always thought goddamn page um i always thought uh oh she you know only fans now i didn't know it's crazy you know, instagram bitch uh, I, I fuck yeah I do. Um, I uh, I always thought that they were gonna be. I don't want to say very WCW esque. I mean they kind of are if you think about it. But, and I know COVID doesn't help, but they're just not. I maybe maybe if I had the time to sit there and I, and I know you're gonna yell at me say record it, but it's not the same recording it and watching it and watching it live. So maybe it's because I don't watch it live, but it just doesn't really. You know, it doesn't make me wanna. They don't really do anything that makes me wanna watch. Basically. And Dominic, that's your opinion, and I respect it. Moving on to NXT Takeover in your house two. We previewed it. Now let's review it. They kicked it off with MSK and Bronson Reed defeating Legado del Fantasma, taking all the gold. Uh, I mean, quick. No, I mean, I guess kind of quick. Uh, high energy opener. Bronson Reed once again puts Santos Pablo Escobar through the uh, plexiglass cage panel side ring area. I'm over that spot, by the way. I mean, hopefully they never do it again, or at least put on the shelf for a long, long time. But yeah. uh, the Bay Faces win. I enjoyed it quite a bit. You know, high flying, high, hot start to the show. All six of these guys can go. Uh, crowd didn't hate MSK too, too much, but they did like Legato del Fantasma quite a bit. You're going to love badass heels that can fight. And doesn't help that. Uh, oh, what the fuck that was just going to say. Uh, oh, potatoes. But ta- I'm a potato. Uh, then we get Mercedes Martinez taking on Zia Lee. Zia Lee gets the win. Uh, she... Beats up on Mercedes for a little bit. Mercedes makes a comeback, but Lee hits her with the with a kick uh, for the finish. But then Mercedes kind of leaves everyone lane, hits uh, Zaya, hits Boa, and then she ch- goes after Mi Ying. And then she hits her with like the Tongan death grip and throws her off the stage and into the plexiglass. And she killed Mercedes until she was fine on Tuesday. But 
uh, thoughts on the match and seemingly going to Mi Ying as kind of the final boss, I guess. Mercedes lost, right? That, what did I say? I thought you said Zaylee hit her with a kick. Zaylee won. But the then match. Mercedes went crazy. Yes. Okay. Gotta get your heat back, brother. And then this other lady is, you say, going to be the final boss, which makes no sense. If she fucking lost to Zia Lee, how is she going to face the final boss? Well, I don't know. Maybe she punched in a cheat code, you know, up, up, down, down, left, right, up, down, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. L, it's R1, R2, L1, R2, left, down, right, up, left, down, right, up. Gun, am, gum, gum, gun, gun, gun. Are you talking about the match at all? <laughs> I quit. I think Dominic is having a heat stroke right now. Uh, you know, your boy almost died in the womb because my mother had heat stroke one time. The more you know. What? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cameron Grimes, What's Cameron Grimes takes on LA Knight million dollar title ladder match. And LA Knight gets the win, pushes Cameron Grimes off the top of the ladder through a ladder on the outside. Uh, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. There wasn't too many. I think there's only really one spot where. Cameron Grimes looked like an idiot crawling up the ladder too, too slow. But I mean, if you can't have a good match with Cameron Grimes in the ladder match, then I don't know why you're even in the business. LA Knight came to play. I thought he did a great job. He carried his end in the bargain. He gets the win. A little, you know, quizzical why he gets the win. We can talk more about it on NXT proper, but uh, thoughts on the actual match on the pay-per-view. You know, I, uh, I liked it. I wasn't too hot on it because I, I knew LA Knight was going to win. I, I just knew they weren't going to put put that fake, fake million-dollar championship on Grimes, on a <clears throat> Kim Grimes. But I actually did enjoy the match. Slow it down. Kim Grimes. Better? Meet in the middle. Kim Grimes. There we go. Perfect. Yes. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. take like the pitch down a little bit, maybe a little deeper. Cameron Grimes. In the middle. Cameron Grimes? All together? Cameron Grimes. Nailed it. Thank you. LA Knight? Oh, no, there's no way to say LA Knight. Right? LA Knight. Uh, but yes, um, I'm not a fan of LA winning, but. I would say it's a pretty good match. Um, hopefully going forward, you know, maybe crime crimes. No, not crime time. Cameron Grimes will get a, uh, a good push going forward. Raquel Gonzalez defeats Ember Moon to retain the NXT women's championship. Ember Moon had Raquel on the ropes, but Dakota Kai played a little bit of a role uh, getting her out of there. But who shows up to even the odds, Dominic? Shotzi Blackheart. Yes, Shotzi does come back to beat up on old Dakota Kai and poor Dakota. She just ate some pottery just fucking right there on the stage. Hate to see it, but uh, yeah, I mean, Shotzi comes back. Shotzi. <clears throat> and Raquel Gonzalez retains the uh, championship. I mean, really good, you know, really good match between these two. I would maybe put the EO match above this one. You know, kind of hard to get super invested because you don't think Ember really has a chance, but I did think they pulled it together nicely kind of at the end and maybe had me for like one of the near falls. If I would have picked this match right on the free pool of DraftKings, I would have walked away with like $15, but I got it wrong and I walked away with six. So thanks. Why did you pick Amber Moon? No, I 
Oh no, did I get the? No, I picked the match right, but I said Shotzi wasn't gonna. I said Dakota comes out, not Shotzi. Damn, you had no faith in your girl Shotzi. Oh, I didn't know how. I just, I love her. I don't want her to get hurt. In the main event, Karen Cross takes on Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, baby, for the NXT Championship in a fatal five-way. Pretty much what you'd expect. It didn't go the normal 30, 40 minute in length, which I did appreciate. But Karrion uh, Cross does get the win. It was kind of formulaic, to be honest, where Cross, you know, demolishes everybody and then everyone teams up on him and he gets taken out. He takes a nap. Everyone kind of does their stunts and then Karrion Cross comes back and then he gets beaten up and then yada, yada, yada. But Karrion Cross chokes out Kyle O'Reilly. Not kind of the lower level, maybe Johnny Gargano or Pete Dunne. But uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Dominic, your thoughts on uh, that finish of choosing Kyle O'Reilly? Is there a method to the madness? Nah, well, I mean, when we cover, we can jump into, you know, NXT, maybe leapfrog some stuff. Kyle O'Reilly does challenge Kushida. So maybe it's kind of their way of showing, look, Kyle's done in the main pit title. We're going to go into the North American with him. So maybe it's a good thing. Kushida's North American champion? Cruiserweight, sorry, cruiserweight, sorry, cruiserweight, 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 TP cruiser. The bruiserweight, Pete Dunn actually had some uh, some really good spots in with Karrion Cross. I think he was maybe protected the most or at least shined the most. Your thoughts on uh, my theory that maybe Pete Dunn might be, uh, you know, in the wings and could be a good opponent for Karrion Cross, especially kind of with the weak, you know, top tier talent they have going on right now. I, I could see it. I don't see him dethroning Karrion Cross anytime soon, but definitely, I mean, my thing is who's the baby face? Is it done or cross? So whatever they go with, they better build it up like a motherfucker. Cause if not, you're going to have a heel heel fight and no one wants to see that. No one does want to see that. So uh, at the very end of NXT takeover, uh, Mackenzie Mitchell goes to talk to William Regal. Why? I don't know why, but he looked like he had a tear running down his cheek, and he talked about that it's enough is enough in time. It's time for a change. R.I.P. Owen. And uh, that's just the end of the show. Leading in to NXT on USA. William Regal comes out. No music. Don't know why that exactly happened. He gets a graphic, but no music. And uh, he goes and talks about his history and goes on and on and on. Very emotional. And I thought he did a fantastic job. Great facials. Great just delivery and emotion from uh, Regal. Karen Cross comes out to interrupt him. Just tell him, like, all right, old man. Get the fuck out of here. You're done. You can't control anything. And then Samoa Joe shows up, and he is now the enforcer, kind of, as Mr. X and Dominic already kind of talked about. He is NXT Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was gone. He came back, and he's going to whoop some ass if you don't put some spec on Mr. Regal's name or his own. And I fucking love it. Do I want him in the ring? Yeah, I do. I think he, he could be a champion. But this is the next best thing for him. So going back to Mr. X's question where if he asked if Samoa Joe was going to wrestle, I would say yes. I would maybe put it at like 60-40 because unless there was some like medical thing that he learned from someone else outside of WWE that kind of put the stamp on it that he's done that I haven't heard about yet. But, I mean, you tease so many things. They tease Cross. They tease Cole, O'Reilly, Dunn, Gargano, Austin Theory. Like, yeah, pretty much everybody he interacts with is going to be someone you want to see him wrestle. And obviously, he's going to interact with wrestlers and things like that. But, like, the Karrion Cross and the Pete Dunn ones were, like, just the most obvious ones. The obvious ones, obviously, right, Dominic? Obviously. 
obviously obviously if we obviously think this obviously is going to happen obviously it's not going to happen so stop assuming okay you know i do know dominic i do know but uh thoughts on maybe samojo kind of being booked or i don't know kind of looking too strong maybe it maybe more on the fact with the adam cole situation with kyler rally and cole were getting a little bit of a scuffle and just samoa joe gets pushed and you know daddy just shows up and just you know puts the kid to sleep because he was being he was being a little he's being a little cranky but if you look at what stone cold did if if someone patted him on the back he stunned them so and yes, I know it's I know Smojo's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. I know this isn't the Attitude Era, but sometimes you but, gotta fucking lay your foot down. But who was he stunnering? Was he stunnering Triple H? Was he stunnering, you know, John Cena, the Undertaker, like the top guys in the company? No, he was he was like stunnering mid carters. Mm, not all of them. There was a few that he stunnered. I mean, I can't name off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure there's a few that like you know, it was like, if you provoke me, I got you. And then they, you know, like, oh, good job, Steve. And then he was like, you just hit me. So I'm going to sterner you. So it, it. My, my thing is just like Adam Cole is the top guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you have like, obviously the five in this match is one thing, but like Cole is the guy. And I don't know if well, you want to have the guy just get laid out like that. Yeah. But there you go. But see, and this is where we go into the fact that maybe. Maybe. Oh shit. I was ignoring you for a reason, okay? Um, but this is probably where you go into um you know Joe being, you know, if Regal can't fight, I'm gonna fight for him kind of situation. Uh so we get uh in between the Kyle O'Reilly Cole thing, uh, Imperium defeats Brizongo. Good for them. Right. Right. Right, Tony the Tiger. Right. Uh, Kyler, Riley, and Cole, we already talked about this a little bit. They uh, have a little skirmish backstage. Samojo uh, lays the pipe down on Adam Cole, one might say. In, I mean, he laid that, the I mean, pipe he, or is he laying pipe? I mean, he put I mean, he put that ass to sleep. Okay, so yeah, he laid pipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are going to have Kyler, Riley take on Adam Cole in a strict wrestling match. No gimmicks, just wrestling uh, on okay. the Great American Bass show in July. They are able to uh, pick their opponent, and Kyle O'Reilly is doing a little throwback, going back to the junior heavyweight scene in New Japan in 2015, where he's going to take on Kushida uh, after Kushida beat Trey Baxter. So, I uh, thoughts on on all that, the Kushida match, Kushida and O'Reilly coming up. I really, I really hope they put a fucking clinic on. I would love to see some strong style wrestling in NXT. Yeah. Uh, we get the million dollar coronation between uh, Ted DiBiase and L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight just goes on and on and on and on and just sucking Ted DiBiase's dick about how much he loves him. And as a kid, how he had his action figures and yada, yada, yada. We all knew this was coming. L.A. Knight lays the old man out and he takes the title and he's a he's a big asshole. Yep. And L.A. Knight. Well, Cameron Grimes does come to the rescue. So give, give it up for Mr. Grimes. But uh, to I saw this coming from a million miles away that can't, uh, LA Knight was going to turn, so so to speak. And, you know, this whole situation is stupid now. Even more stupid than it was before. Should just gave Cameron the win. Uh, we get a tag team match, as it seems as though Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are going to be going after the tag team titles because, 
I guess they don't have any other tag teams. That's in what the they division. do, boy. Uh-huh. And uh, they take on Casey Catanzaro and uh, I'm going to say it, the underrated Caden Garter. Uh, cool, I guess. I mean, Dakota Kai and Copenzels get the win. And uh, so they're on their way back to the top, baby. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have to talk about about this match? I mean, it's kind of obvious that they were going to win. So, I mean, do we really got to fucking critique it and shit like that? Well, you don't have to if you don't want to. Thank you. Like, then we get uh, EO coming out and EO. She calls out Candace. So once again, okay. you know, Dominic's EO take it on my Candace. So, uh, you know, Dominic and I are, are at it again. It's usually Shotzi and Candace, but now it's back to EO and Candace. They're just going to never give Studio it up. Studio Lions thinks kissing me live on air is really like, you know, how do you say? Like I mean, distracting. I mean, does she know that it's canon that Dominic is butterball naked right now? I'm not butt naked. I, I have stopped slapping my titties. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, but the titties are are open i'm gonna business. smack your titties okay leave me alone woman no oh my god <laughs> we were so close to finishing and you we're gonna give a little halftime update right now the uh, my thank you utah utah jazz are up 22 points on the los angeles clippers 72 to 50 and also the uh, los angeles doyers are tied right now with the Arizona Diamondbacks, zero to zero. I believe it was in the bottom of the sixth. Uh, the Giants are up four games to three, and uh, they're showing on the halftime show that the electricity or something went out on the uh, during the Hawks game. So, uh, yeah, good for them. Giants, good for them. Good for them. Three. Okay, Dominic, and we're back. Io Shirai and Candice LeRae going back at it on NXT. I mean, hopefully, it's some good matches. These ladies can fight. They can wrestle. They got some history. Hopefully, Candace loses because she's a bitch. Whoa, 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 whoa. She is your reigning defending women's tag team champion with indie wrestling, okay? Tag team championship. You're not a fl- hey, where's, her single, where, where, where's, her, where's her single title, huh? Where's her singles title, huh? Uh, she's working as a team right now with indie mm-hmm. wrestling. You know who they beat mm-hmm. for those fucking tag team titles? Do you know who they beat? Do you know who they beat, fucking, Dominic? A fucking goddess and another woman. Hey, don't hate on everyone. Shotzi's the goddess. We should all hail Shotzi. Damn, Dominic just major simping out here. In the main event of NXT, Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa take on the grizzled young veterans in a tornado tag team match. And Ciampa and Thatcher get the win after tapping out, uh, was it James Drake? And uh, yeah, I mean, really good match, as you would expect from these four guys. Tornado tag, something we don't see all too often. Uh, A lot of action all over the place, and the faces win, possibly, or I guess kind of like making them number one contenders, setting them up for a match with MSK. You know, being that as a tornado tag, it sees a tornado tag, I much rather see a little more frequently than a ladder match, than a tables match, a chairs match, a money in the bank, hell in a cell. I like, I think you just throw them in there. First one to get a pinfall submission wins. Boom, done. Tornado tag, I think, is a lot better of a stipulation versus a lot of the other fucking gimmick matches. Why can't they just have more of these? And normal tag matches turn into tornado tags anyway. So at the end, yeah. Yeah. So come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, So finally, uh, we got to talk about it. We're going to talk 
Hell in a Cell preview. We got one last match to talk about because it happened on uh, SmackDown. But uh, there's only – well, I guess maybe I could go to the uh, the wiki. Let's go to the wiki right, right, oh, right don't quick. don't go to the wiki. I'm going to go to the wiki. Don't Dominic. go to the wiki. Don't fucking tell me to I'm not go to fart, the wiki. I'm going to fart, but I might poop. Just, just let it go, Dominic. Just let it go. Okay. Okay. I didn't poop, by the way. I just farted. Okay, thank you for the update. Oh, look at that. We got so many more matches to cover. Oh. Uh over Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman taking on uh, – oh, okay. So this apparently is the new thing on Hell in the Cell. Roman Reigns is going to take on Dominic Mysterio for the Universal title. I if Dominic think. fucking wins, I swear to God, I will never watch wrestling again. Well, let's all just root for Dominic, everybody. Yeah. I make this strictly a sports podcast. I would assume this isn't the main event, but Roman Reigns, every match he's had, I believe, is the main event of the show. I really hope this isn't the fucking high God. If there is a wrestling god, which there is, please don't let this be the main event and don't let Dominic win. Uh, some other matches thrown on from SmackDown. Cesaro taking on Seth Rollins. Cool. Thought maybe this match could have been a hell in a cell, but uh, nope, just a regular straight up wrestling match. Should be uh, should be some fun. Should be. Not, not the biggest fan of Rollins and Bailey getting pinned together, and now they're just going to be obnoxious for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes every night on SmackDown. But I'm cool with that, though. Uh, some more good wrestling as Kevin Owens takes on Sami Zayn in a singles match. That cool. should be fun. Fun. Uh, maybe not so much fun as we get Alexa Bliss taking on Shayna Baszler. So can't wait to see what kind of voodoo <sighs> magic she pulls out her ass. Maybe she turns into Sparkle Fairy, whatever she was. Maybe she turns into it for a second. Hey, don't get me excited, Dominic. All right. That, I'm trying to. Trying to pull a really sexy, great positive out of this horrible negative. Whoa, Dominic. We do not, we do not objectify women wrestlers on this podcast calling a woman sexy is objectifying is yes. that kind of a isn't that kind of like a compliment you're sexy you're, you're canceled i mean no shit are you being serious like that's seriously objectifying calling someone sexy i mean if we're talking about women athletes you just go straight to like being sexy i mean but i mean anyways Dominic, who's one of the match alexa bliss or Shayna baszler alexa bliss okay uh then Bianca Belair taking on Bailey. This is inside hell in a cell. SmackDown Women's Championship. Does Bianca retain? I'm going to go no. I think Bailey takes it back. And hear me out. I only think this because Bianca, as a champion, I think hasn't really been doing as well as everyone thought. I said it. Bam. I'm excited. I'm going to go with Bianca to retain. I think they're going to want to hold on to it. Sasha's still waiting in the wing. Shout out to Sasha. She got a, a nominated for an Emmy for her Sweet. part. Or uh, being a part of The Mandalorian. She's a fucking actor, man. So Actress. shout out. Shout, I mean, shout out to, uh, to Sasha. You're canceled. Uh, then Rhea Ripley <sighs> takes on Charlotte in a singles match. No hell in a cell for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, they, for some reason, just put in Nikki Cross, not into the match, but into the storyline. When you have Nikki's a Nikki's going to screw Rhea. And Nikki's turning heel with Charlotte. Boom. Boom. Uh, yeah, they had a ready-made story with Rhea and Charlotte dating back to last year's WrestleMania, and yet they don't even acknowledge that. Why? Nope. I don't know. I, I have no clue. I'm going with Rhea to retain, but I think out of all the title matches here, I, Charlotte is probably the favorite to take it. Charlotte's going to win so she can be the bestest female wrestler of all time. I mean, isn't she already in your eyes? Or is that Shotzi still? Shotzi. Okay. And, and Dominic is is the WWE Championship and Hell on a Cell, the main event. Who's it going to be something else that we already talked about? No, that, no, that's the main event. Okay, 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 okay. Bobby Lashley, the champion with 
MVP takes on Drew McIntyre. Drew. I'm going with Booby. You go with the Booby. Uh, I will go with the Booby as well. If Drew McIntyre does not win, he does not get another shot at the title when Booby is champion. Don't know where they go from here. I know they've really been leaning into MVP, trying to recruit or try to get in the ear of Kobe Kingston. I would say Kofi probably says, you know, fuck off and they wrestle maybe until SummerSlam and maybe we get that Brock Lashley match that everyone's been waiting for for like 15 years. Maybe. Or maybe John Cena comes back and beats Bobby Lashley and ties Ric Flair. Or does Bobby La- or does John Cena come back to save Dominic from being murdered? Oh, so he can win the one championship he hasn't won. He, he has a little intercontinental championship. Well, okay. One of the titles he hasn't won, and so he can okay. break the record. Maybe. Even though the universe is bigger than the world. So technically, this one count. Right? Mm, I guess. You know, I guess. Random thought. Everyone, listen to my thoughts on the Bullet Cast, but uh, any hot takes about the Eva Marie debut and Piper Nevin, a.k.a. this woman we've never seen before in our entire life? I mean, I've seen her at the Mayon Classic and on NXT UK, so I don't know. What I don't talk about. about. I don't know. Talk about. We haven't seen her oh, ever because you know you 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 only watch Raw and SmackDown. I'm not going by that. I'm just saying that's what the uh, commentators said. They said they've never seen her in, in their entire Uh-oh. lives. They Uh-oh, don't know okay. who this unnamed woman is. Sorry, and the, and aren't, didn't they trademark some stupid ass name too, like Donqua or something like Don Donka or something? Donkey, Donkey. That's a. F- I can't say that right now. Canceled. I'm gonna get canceled. Yeah. Um, do do drop. Something. It's something weird. But D o u d r o p. Going off of the debut. Good for her. One thing I'm nervous about though is this is what happened when Eva Marie first was signed to rest to SmackDown. Whatever was she didn't wrestle. She just fucking catted out of everything she's done. So my thing is. You know, we we let go of like fucking what four or five female wrestlers who can't who even Marie can't even fucking lace their boots to. And, you know, if this is what I'm going to get, I'm going to fucking hate life. Don't hate on Eva Marie. She's the greatest woman's wrestler to come out of the Bay Area, Dominic. No, no. Hell fucking no. Watch your fucking mouth. I mean, maybe not as good as Bailey, but definitely better than Shotzi. Uh, I think Victoria's from San Jose, California. I think very much. But even where he's still better than Shotzi. Brandon, I will fucking go over to your house and slap you right in the fucking penis. You take it back. Okay, now that I think about it, I think maybe Shotzi edges out even more. But it's close. Thank it's you. Up for, Thank it's up, you. For discre- up for discretion Thank discussion. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, that will do it for us yes. for today. Thank you all very much. Dan, we didn't yes. go two hours, but uh, we yes. went a decent amount for not having that much to talk about. Didn't have AEW on the dock, but we will have AEW next week. I don't yeah. even know what the schedule is. I think they're on a Saturday next week, so we're only going to talk one AEW. But Dominic apparently uh-huh. says, fuck AEW. We're not going to talk about them ever again because yeah, he hates it. So. Unless Cody Rhodes DMs me and says, hey, we want to we wanna, you know, give you like some all Really, really, sh- really want to zig a cigar? I mean, if he if he fucking did that, I would be like, you know what, you're all right, my homie. But you know, unless he makes it worth my wild, which honestly, a DM would just him just saying like, hey, 
I'd freak out, but you know. Make Does that mean me and Will Ospreay are best friends because he reposted a photo I took of him at San, uh, San Francisco? I wouldn't say best friends, maybe acquaintances. Okay. So just like uh, my brother and you guys. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, Curveballs and CS, email Curveball and CS, gmail.com, Instagram, Curveballs and CS, Facebook, Curveballs and Chair Shots. That's Brandon Tunguma. I'm Dominic Hobson for the studio audience, for the mascot, for Finn, for Bailey, for AJ, for Mr. Underscore 15, Mr. X, and all those warts that spammed us. Thank you. So long for real. Goodbye. And the gang bangs, the bang bang. (laughs) 